Dermot and Dave. Conversation, crack, and the music you love. Today FM. It all happens here. Today FM. We all have that one drawer press, or maybe even an entire room that we just can't bear to look at. If you are ever indecisive about whether something is rubbish or not, it instantly goes into that press. <laughs> well, often the hardest part of getting rid of clutter is actually starting the job. Our next guest, Sarah Reynolds, the founder of Organised Chaos, and she's here with all the decluttering secrets that we need to know. How are you, Sarah? Hi, good morning, guys. Um, so, you know, as the intro said there, starting the job can be the most daunting part. Once you get into it, maybe it's not so bad, but we really do struggle. What, what, what things do your clients struggle with the most? Yeah, it's that feeling of just being completely overwhelmed and not knowing where to start. Mm. And then when they do start, as you were saying, they they tend to go into this sort of decluttering loop and cycle. So they do a bit, but then they never get finished or they leave <laughs> it half finished or and I'm whereas I'm always trying to get get that decluttering over and done with because that's that's not really enjoyable. That's it's the funny. end goal you want. Yeah, it's it, not the process. Yeah, like the decluttering is the necessary evil, but mm. we want to get to like the organizing and the setting up systems and the buying the pretty storage and having the homes for everything. That's what we want to get to. So, um, so yeah. where should we attack it room by room or is it stuff or uh, what's the best way to approach it? Okay, well, there's a few different ways in which you can approach it. I think if you are really, really completely overwhelmed, then what I always suggest is you start with a flat surface. So um, keeping your flat surfaces clear is the golden rule of organizing. Um, So whether that's, um, you know, a mantelpiece or a bedside locker or your kitchen counters or the island or, you know, and your biggest flat surface is your floor. So when you start losing your floor space to a lot of clutter, and this Mm. is, it's, Obviously, there's going to be some stuff on your counters. This is the stuff that shouldn't be there in the first place. So the stuff that doesn't have homes. So they can be quick wins and quite motivating. So your bedside locker and that sort of thing. So that's where you could start. That's a good one. Yeah. But then also then you can also go um, category by category. So rather than, you know, going into your bedroom and going, oh, my God, this is a complete state. Then just look at, okay, let me just sort out all my toiletries. Yeah. You know, and let me just sort out all my hundred pairs of jeans today or something like that you know and so go a category by category and then when you start to feel like you're more in control of the categories then you can look at the entire room where do kids fit into all this because obviously the more you have the more stuff they tend to accumulate and you're usually guilty of getting them the stuff in the first place (laughs) and then when you try and throw it i mean yesterday my eldest fella set up a shop outside the house because it was a busy beach day he wanted to make some money in fairness himself and his friends cleaned up uh, but one of the things they got was they found this um, Fortnite character uh, face down in the muck underneath the trampoline put it out for sale my other son came home and went oh my god you can't sell that I love it I was like he was face down in the muck underneath the trampoline for two years <laughs> I had no idea he was even there but when they see the things you're, you're decluttering for a kid They'll want them all. So should yeah. you remove them from the theatre of conflict? Yeah, so I think exactly. Like if a kid see a toy that they haven't seen for ages, they're 
they're going to suddenly want it. Mm. Um, so there's a few things you can do. And why I always suggest, and this might be controversial, is that you declutter without the child mm. um, because they're they're going to want everything, right? So that's the first thing. The second thing is if and because it, it can be hard for the parent as well to let some toys go, you know, or baby mm. clothes, you know, particularly, you know, maybe if you'd hope to have a child again, it can be quite upsetting mm. to let certain things go. So in that instance, what I would suggest is getting, you know, vacuum bags or boxes or something like that and putting these clothes aside, maybe up to the attic or up to the very tops of the wardrobes. But give yourself a deadline that, okay, I'm going to relook at these in like six months or next year. Like there is, there has to be some sort of deadline around okay. organising or it never gets done. Mm. And then you can revisit it. If nobody has thought about them or asked for it, well, it's funny, like, my wife will c- accuse me all the time of being the world's biggest horror. She thinks I should be on one of those TV shows where people walk into your house <laughs> and go, I can't get through the door kind of thing, right? But then recently we had this big kind of, right, let's do some stuff. And I got a pair of Heelys that were in my daughter's uh, bedroom that they are now too big for, they don't fit. They never wore them once. They were given to us by someone else. And I put them in a bag along with, again, some other doll, whatever, and hung it on the edge of the, uh, the on the handle on the door and said, that's going to some charity shop. And she went... Oh, the little Heelys. I was like, they never wore them. I just keep, I put them back. And I was like, you can't accuse me then of needing to be on one of those TV shows. Do you know what you need to do in that case, right? Is you need to create some sort of landing spot for those sorts of items. So if you are decluttering with a spouse or partner or something like that, um, and you, you create some sort of landing spot, for items that you think or your wife thinks, your partner thinks, need to go. Right. And keep going with the decluttering, right? Don't be asking each other, what do you think of this? What do you think of that? Just create that landing spot. Keep going with the decluttering and then come back to that landing spot and go, right, I think this, what do you think? Yes or no, veto. I think that, what do you think? Yes or no, veto. And there has to be, because your your subconscious will have worked on this over the hour or two hours, you know? Yeah. And so by the time you come back to that landing spot, you might be like, oh yeah, do you know what? Just Actually, throw it. It, it needs to go. Right. Is there a good time of the day or week or, you know, is there a perfect time to declutter? Like, I've been guessing don't start it if you're hungry or hangry, you know, or uh, you've been out the night before. Like, is there an ideal time to do these things? Yeah, see, it's really great to to recognise what your what your best energy levels are. So, like, you know, you might be a night owl, you might be a morning, a morning person. And so uh, it's it's always great to look at your energy levels. For us, like when we go out and help our clients to organise, we tend to really knock out all the decluttering in the morning because that's when the, the client has the most energy. Okay. And don't forget that the this is all... Qu- decluttering is all around our decision making ability right and so we might feel that we need to declutter the wardrobe and then we actually start to look at how we're making decisions in other areas of our lives and so this can you're dealing with overwhelm you're dealing with potentially upset see it's not really that much fun unless unless, unless you bring us in then it's great crack (laughs) but um what we want to do is you know May really focus in on our energy and have some sort of reward at the end of it. Have a nice lunch, cup of tea, put some music on, have some sort of deadline, like I'm going to finish in two hours. So you know the end is in sight and it just keeps you motivated. Yeah. I mean, do you get people who, you know, it seems to be about the clutter and I just have too many things, but actually when you get into their homes and you get to know them, there's more going on. The, the clutter is symptomatic of other things. Every single time. Like the thing is, is that we have when our homes become more obvious to us when we are going through some sort of a transition period. Mm. So we've either 
completed, gone through something or mm. are about to go through something. So we have just had a baby or we're about to start studying or we were looking after a parent who was sick for a long time. And so we either had to put the house to one side because our brains were too busy dealing with something else or it's just becoming so obvious. We, mm. I had a client once who was going through cancer treatment and she was told to rest and relax and she just felt she couldn't because all she could see was all her stuff around her. Mm. And so by by doing a bit of decluttering, gauging her energy levels, etc., then it it helped her to enjoy her home a little bit more and ultimately help her rest. Okay. Yeah. That's what, and the more time you spend in, yeah, I think that's what made everybody kind of cuckoo during lockdown was that they were s- suddenly sitting down looking at all their stuff. And realised, oh wow, I probably don't need half this stuff. You yeah, know? yeah. And but then, it's highlighted on a Zoom screen. You go, oh yeah, there's no clean space in the house to point the camera at. Not yeah. one. Yeah, exactly. And then as well as that, there was a lot of online shopping going on as well during COVID. So we were fighting with ourselves. One minute we were annoyed at our situation and the clutter, but then the other side we were also accumulating, yeah. bringing more stuff in. That's so still happening. That I'll, I'll have you know. I, I just got yeah. a text from DPD this morning going, "Your delivery." I was like, "What the hell did I buy?" I don't remember. Um, where can people go, Sarah, if they want to get in touch with you or see what you do? Um, so organisedchaos.ie is the website. I'm also running a workshop now next week as well. So Great. Find mm. Is that an online thing? Or a, yeah, it's yeah. online. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you'll be giving your top tips there as well. Yeah. So clear one stuff. area of your house, point a camera at it, and you look like you're, you don't need Sarah's help at all yeah. if you're going to that. <laughs> organisedchaos.ie, the place to go. Sarah Reynolds, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks a million, guys. Dermot and Dave. Weekdays from 9am. Today.